Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Thanks so much for spending some of your time with me today. Means the world to me. What I'm going to share with you guys today actually comes from inside the Fat Loss Fast Track. So with my veteran groups, every once in a while we'll do either a video chat or a live webinar. Just last week, we did, in addition to our weekly challenges and our Level Up lectures and all of that, we had an informal Q&A webinar uh, on a random Thursday night. Just what's on your mind? What can I help with? What do we need to talk about? And we answered a lot of great questions. I'm going to share two of the questions that we talked about with you because I think they have very broad application. I will say this, the next Fat Loss Fast Track kicks off in January. The first Sunday of January, I believe, is when we get started. Not the first, I think it's the 7th of January. And I am opening up registration to the wait list in just a couple more weeks before the Christmas holiday. So if you are not yet on the wait list for the winter fat loss fast track, you can get on the wait list by going to primalpotential.com forward slash wait one eight primalpotential.com forward slash W-A-I-T-1-8, or you can just head over to the show notes page on primalpotential.com for this episode, and there will be a link there. The first question that came up was about episode 419. So in 419, I did my year-end review, and I talked about the goals that I missed and the goals that I hit, and there was a great question about that, specific to, do you feel like being too disciplined can cause you to miss out on connection? And I really wanted to share that conversation with you guys. How do you balance enjoying food, and also enjoying your life. How does that work? So that is one of the questions I'm going to share with you. And then the other question that I'm going to share with you out of this longer webinar I had with my Fat Loss Fast Track clients is about goal setting and how it can be hard to turn a goal into something tangible that you can tackle every day. If we have an outcome goal, breaking that down into what do I need to do today can be a struggle. And so we talk about a way to break your goals down so that you have a very clear daily focus. Those were two things that came out of this Fat Loss Fast Track random Q&A webinar that I absolutely wanted to make sure live 
in perpetuity for everybody to have access to all of the time. So I hope you enjoy the conversation, both about balancing full enjoyment of your life as well as the pursuit of your goals. And then in terms of goals, breaking them down into something where it makes it very clear on a daily basis what you're going to do, what you're going to tackle and focus on to make that progress towards your goals. I'll see you on the other side of this clip. The first question is related to episode 419 of the podcast. Don't get ahead. Do your best, even though I have the questions up here, as best you can. This is great practice for life in general. I'm going to read the question in a minute, but don't not hear what I'm saying because you're reading the question. I know that sounds teacher-esque, but it really matters. So to me, it is worth saying. It is absolutely worth saying. All right. So this question is about episode 419 of the podcast. If you haven't listened to 419, I do recommend it. It got some of the best and most specific feedback of the podcast that I've done in a long time. In episode 419, I did a review of my year, or really the first 11 months of the year, what goals I hit, what went really well, where I wasn't as successful, what I learned, what I'm going to do differently, and my goals moving forward. So this question is about that. And I'm excited about it because it's a great question. It says, I agree with you that discipline equals freedom. And listening to your episode about your personal goals of this year, again, that's episode 419 of the podcast, you mentioned that you had the amazing experience of falling in love and that you, for lack of better verbiage, chose to go with that and all it had to offer. Looking back, maybe that attributor contributed to why you didn't hit the fat loss goal, but you experienced something so much greater and precious. What are your thoughts on creating that balance of life and deciding to live a little? Throughout your journey, did you ever find yourself being too disciplined to the point that you were missing out on connection? There's so many things I want to tackle about this, and it's a really great question, and I'm sure that there were a lot of people wondering about where I pushed, where I didn't. So let me start with this notion of living a little. If you're thinking of living a little as eat, drink, be merry, I will tell you that for most of my life, I did that eat and drink thing and was not very merry. So it all depends on how you define living a little, all right? For me, that's not about food. Every single person can indulge every once in a while on food, alcohol, or both, and still reach their goals. It is not one or the other. So I would imagine that some people in listening to the podcast, maybe they were distracted, maybe I didn't explain it well, maybe both, might think that what I meant was, since I was dating, I decided to live a little in terms of food and alcohol instead of pursuing fat loss. And I want to clarify that that's not at all what happened. So the relationship between falling in love and not achieving my fat loss goal was not about alcohol or food and going out and being social and all of that, missing out on connection because of food, but rather it was because for the first time I realized that I through the help of of the person with whom I'm in a relationship, that I can not only be loved, but I can love myself independent of my goals, right? 
So for my entire adult life, it was always in my own head, I will be happy when I don't have more weight to lose. And I will be most lovable when I don't have more weight to lose, right? And so my decision to prioritize loving myself over pushing to change my body physically was not about eat more, drink more, but was about be still and appreciate what is excellent and wonderful and beautiful about you right now. All right. So that that is the my side of the story kind of thing. In my life, have I ever found that I was too disciplined to the point that I was missing out on connection? Yes, but it didn't have to be that way. And I'll tell you what I mean. When I was first losing weight in this forever time around, I didn't want to travel and I didn't want to go out to eat because I didn't trust my own ability to make great choices when I was out. Now, could I have traveled and still pursued my goals? Absolutely. Could I have gone out to eat on a regular basis and still pursued my goals? Yes, absolutely. I didn't let the disciplined pursuit get in the way. I let my fear get in the way. I let my past patterns of behavior get in the way. So I will say, for me, since this is a question specific to my situation and I, and I have talked to people who have experienced the same thing, I feel like I am living more now that I am pursuing my health and taking great care of myself than I ever lived when it was like, party, free for all, eat what you want, drink with you what you want. Even now, when I overindulge, either overeat or drink too much, I do not feel like that's when I am most alive. So I would, and I didn't know that years and years ago, but it's very clear to me now, right? You can, everyone can indulge in their very favorite thing, have a drink, indulge even once a week or so, and still pursue their goals and make incredible progress. It's the idea that either we live a little or we reach our goals is a dieting mentality that we all need to change. That is so critical. The balance is not so much about food, though if you're looking for that place where you're indulging and also pursuing your goals, listen to episode 409 of the podcast where I talk about pleasure versus happiness, right? The idea that we can consume foods that bring us pleasure. For me, that's things like red velvet cupcakes or, um, I don't know, nachos, something like that. We can experience pleasure and happiness at the same time. It's just finding that tipping point, which could be in how frequently we indulge. It could be in how much we eat when we indulge. And it could be in what we do the rest of the time. It's not oh, I go out a few times a month and want to have a special treat that is the reason we don't get results. It's what we do day in and day out or what we don't do day in and day out that is the reason we're making progress or not. All right, so Rachel just commented. She said, I have struggled with the I'm not enough issue that you talked about in that episode. Also stems from my mother, as did yours. How did you get past that? I have a, practice, I have a spouse who loves me unconditionally, yet I still have that little voice in my ear. 
Rachel, you are that little voice in your ear. You are the thinker. You are not your thoughts. So this is on you, which is great news. You've got to change the story. You change this with practice, not with weight loss, not with healthy choices, but the way you talk to and about yourself. Practice. Like I said in episode 419, I started really, really small with things like just accepting compliments from other people, which is still an awesome practice that I do as much as I can every time the opportunity arises. But the more frequent opportunities are going to be the way you talk to and about yourself. You are not that, you know, that little voice in your ear that you mentioned isn't happening to you. It is you. So you have to take control of that. And practice, not necessarily being like, you know, I'm, I'm beautiful and I'm healthy and everybody loves me. But when you notice any type of negative thought or sense of not enough, changing that narrative. No longer telling that story that I am not enough. That little voice is in your ear because you fuel it. You pay attention to it. You allow it to be there. You are not yet practiced in redirecting it and changing that story. All right. The next question uh, came via email and it says, I am struggling with goal setting. I try to focus on the process and changing my mindset, not the end goal of a target weight, but how do I make that a tangible goal? I'm trying to nail down my nighttime mindset because I know this is my area of weakness. I feel like a tangible outcome may help. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. And here's where I would challenge you to choose a process goal versus an outcome goal. A process goal is something that you do. And an outcome goal is something that you get at the end. So target weight is an outcome goal. I'll give you guys a great example. And in fact, this is something that actually for real happened in my life today. Here's what happened. Uh, Tomorrow is the 1st of December, right? And at my gym where we work out, they have a goal board. And on the first of the month, they encourage all the members to put a goal up on the goal board. So I was thinking about that today after the workout, and I went up to my coach. His name is Morgan. He's amazing. And because he coaches me almost all the time, he knows me really well. He knows my strengths in the gym. He knows my weaknesses in the gym. And in the past, I've set goals like getting my first toes to bar, Uh, getting my first strict pull-up, things like that. I've set outcome goals, and in some cases, I've hit the goal. And in other cases, for example, um, the particular month that I first set the toes-to-bar goal, I hurt my shoulder. And I hurt my shoulder probably in part because I was practicing that movement so often, and it was hurt for several months. And so it, it was a struggle for me in the gym because some things are beyond our control in terms of in terms of our bodies. Now that's certainly more true in the gym, but it's also very true related to weight loss. So, today I went up to Morgan after the workout and I said, "Morgan, you know me really well. You know my physical capabilities really well. You know where I'm strong, you know where I'm struggling. If you were in charge, based on what you know of me, of setting my December goal in here, what would you have it be? And he immediately gave me a process goal. And here's what it looked like. He said, when you come in here, you do the class workout. That's an easy one. That's a no-brainer. I do that every time. And you work on double unders for five solid minutes. 
which is something I've been doing since I took a double under workshop a couple weeks ago. And after every workout, you do a 50 cal bike ride on the um, Airdyne bike and 50 sit-ups. So that's the class. That's five minutes of double under practice, 50 cals on the bike, and 50 sit-ups every day. That is very much a process goal. I can check it off. And realistically, it's not it's not an outcome goal like, oh, if I, you know, if I didn't get the strict pull up or I didn't get the X many, you know, double unders or whatever it is that I blew it. No, I didn't. This is very much a process goal. You can check the list. So if, for example, in this case, you are trying to nail down nighttime improvements, then pick a specific nighttime improvement that you want to hit every day. For example, I'm done eating at 7 p.m. or um, I don't eat after dinner or whatever it is for you. I don't know what would be an improvement for you, but it's a process goal. Every single day, my objective is to execute on this way. As it relates to nighttime mindset, though, that is different from a goal and trying to make progress. What are you doing to change your story about evenings? What are you doing to change your perspective on the nights? How much work and effort have you put into creating a new mindset about evenings? That's really the key question. Hope that helps. Okay, guys, I hope you enjoyed that look inside one of our bonus webinars within the Fat Loss Fast Track. We answered a ton of great questions, but I was excited to share those two with you guys here on the podcast, just so you have a sense of what the Fat Loss Fast Track is and how it works. So we tackle one thing and only one thing every single week. In the first level of the Fat Loss Fast Track, there are three different tiers. In the first level, we're establishing the basics. We are focused on things like journaling, on really mastering the fat loss breakfast, on paying attention to hunger and really getting in the habit of responding to hunger instead of responding to the desire to eat. We work through those things in a very incremental way. This week, we're focused on this. The next week, we're focused on something different, and that helps prevent drifting. Because otherwise, when there's just one initiative out of the gate that stays the same, it's easy to lose steam. But resetting every week with a new objective really helps people to re-engage and re-engage and re-engage, which is so critically important. So every week there is a challenge. Every week there is also what I call a level up lecture, which is like a mini motivational podcast direct to your inbox. We also have a private Facebook group. Um, We've got a journal that we work through together, and it focuses on the food side of things, but also very, very much the mindset side of things, and to a lesser extent, movement and fitness and getting that activity in. I am making some really exciting changes to the Fat Loss Fast Track for the 2018 session, which kicks off on January 7th. New journal, new challenges. I'm very excited about these changes and what it's going to mean for everybody's journey in the group. Registration is going to open up to the wait list first. And space is limited because I never will take more people than I am able to connect with and respond to on a daily basis. So if you want more information about it, 
Number one, get on the wait list, primalpotential.com forward slash wait one eight. Number two, take a listen to episodes 391 and 352. I talk in a lot more detail in 391 and 352 about the fat loss fast track. So those are your action steps. Get on the wait list, primalpotential.com forward slash wait one eight, and listen to episode 391 of the podcast and or episode 352 of the podcast. Hope you guys have a really great day and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.